0: Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, March 10th, 2022. Let me take care of the housekeeping items, first of all. Um, Please remember, tomorrow we do have the short format vid chat that will be at 3 p.m. U.S. Central Time. Please get all of your questions and comments posted by tonight, no later than 10 p.m. U.S. Central Time. Now... Everybody's asking about the Ukraine. What do I think is going to go on? Uh, do I think, <clears throat> pardon me, that it's going to lead to World War II, or pardon me, World War Three? And here's my brief answer on that. We're already in World War Three, if you haven't noticed. Uh, it's going to be primarily an economic war. They're going to, you know, create lots of noise, confusion regional conflicts and so on, but we're already in it. Um, But I want to talk today about some just mystifying actions on the part of the West. Now, to be clear, I do not have a dog in this fight. Uh, I am sympathetic both with the Russians and what they have been saying and with the Ukrainians and what they have been saying if um if there's one country that i'm particularly peeved at it's this country and it's the west in general Uh, we're watching a foreign policy disaster uh we're you know our calls to saudi arabia are not being returned we're trying to after years of uh Panning and, and trying to overthrow the regime in Venezuela. Now all of a sudden we want to buy oil from them. And it's a very simple thing, Mr. Biden. Reverse your policy on drilling in this country. Of course, that would mean admitting that you were wrong. And we can't have that, can we? But there's some interesting things going on in Russia right now. And I want to talk about some of them, not the least of which, and in my opinion, the most serious recently, is this announcement that they have discovered biological warfare laboratories in the Ukraine. Now, I'm not at all surprised at that, and recently this has been admitted by the American government to a certain extent. But I want to read you something that appeared on the Saker's website from... um, ...a Russian general who is itemizing or summarizing the kinds of research that they have discovered. But first I want to start with an interesting article that appeared over at Zero Hedge titled... ...Russia Proposes Nationalizing Foreign-Owned Factories That Shut Down Operations. And uh, the first four paragraphs here say it all. Quote, dozens of Western companies have fled Russia in recent days abandoning inventory, property, and investments worth billions and now sitting idle. Russia has a solution for how to deal with that. A senior member of Russia's ruling party has proposed nationalizing foreign-owned factories that shut down operations in the country over the Ukrainian invasion. Toyota, Nike, and Ikea are among the companies that have announced shutdowns of stores and factories in Russia in order to put pressure on the Kremlin to stop its invasion of the neighboring Ukraine. In a statement published on Monday evening on the United Russia website, the Secretary of the Ruling Party's General Counsel, Andrei Turchuk, said that shutting operations was a war against the citizens of Russia. The statement mentioned Finnish privately owned food companies Fazer, Valio, and Pollock as the latest to to announce closures in Russia and you quote united russia proposes nationalizing production of plants that, of the companies that announced their exit and closure of production in russia during the special operation in the ukraine unquote Turchik said now to me that's very interesting because i expect that russia is going to do this and in doing so russia is letting us know that this is primarily an economic war uh, I think I think the Davos set has chosen the Ukraine and that particular hill to fight on and try and drive the entire world into their system. I don't again I don't think they'll be successful, but that's just me. But what's interesting here is that Russia is counterpunching in a way, and I'm going to talk uh, a little bit about sanctions too. Is counterpunching in a way that is using precedence within Western law and practice against us. In this case, you're dealing with abandoned property, and if you abandon property, there is a um, there is a codicil, or if you will, a, a an aphorism of common law that. If you abandon property, someone else can come in and take over that property and be responsible for it and therefore claim the property. This happens in this country all the time when people lose their houses for not paying property tax. If someone else pays the pays the tax on that property, they effectively become the owners of that property. So abandoned property is a very real thing and the Russians appear to be Set to act on it, and the same thing with sanctions. The sanctions regime, if you if you look at it from that perspective of counterpunching, the sanctions regime, I don't think is going to work either, and it's been losing its its punch, precisely because the West has so has so gutted its own industry from its own home territories and ship them overseas that sanctions again are really a way of invoking a protective tariff on the country that you're sanctioning and this is particularly true in Russia's case because they have been sanctioned to death and they've simply built around it it has not really hurt their industry all that much so I suspect that what we're doing here is we're paying a protective tariff so that Russia can reshore its industry And protect its industry in Russia. So again, I don't think that this is going to be a particularly effective way of fighting uh, alleged Russian uh, aggression. And again, folks, I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm not for Russia or for the Ukraine. I'm sympathetic to both of their positions, particularly given the histories that both countries have with each other. Uh, if If there's a dastard in the business, it's the USA, not the Ukraine, and not Russia. Now, here's a statement by, and this is over at the SAKERS website. You can go over there and look at these articles at the SAKERS website, but this is an extremely important one. This is titled A Statement by the Chief of the Nuclear Biological and Chemical Protection Troops of the Russian Federation Armed Forces, Lieutenant General Igor Kirillov. This was made uh, this month, just three days ago, March 7th, 2022, on biological programs. And I want to read a few paragraphs from this statement of uh, Lieutenant General Kirillov because the these biological labs have recently been confirmed by the united states so at least their existence is confirmed but here's what Kirillov says quote the ministry of defense of the russian federation has repeatedly drawn attention to the biological programs implemented by the pentagon in the post-soviet era including the territory of the ukraine that has a united chain of more than 30 biological laboratories divided into those for scientific research and those for sanitary epidemiological investigation. Now, I'm skipping a couple of paragraphs here. For example, since 2021, the Pentagon has been carrying out the project called Diagnosis, Observation, and Prevention of Zoonotic Diseases in the Armed Forces of the Ukraine, Funded with $11.8 million. In 2020 to 2021, the German Ministry of Defense examined the Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever, leptospirosis, meningitis, and Hanta viruses. Let me repeat that, folks, because that one should uh, burst over your imagination like fireworks. In 2020 to 2021, the German Ministry of Defense examined Crimean-Congo hemorrhagic fever, leptospirosis, meningitis, and Hanta viruses, causative agents within the Ukrainian-German Initiative for Biological Security on the external borders of the European Union. Under the pretext of testing agents for the treatment and prevention of coronavirus infection, A few thousand serum samples taken from the infected individuals that refer to the Slavic ethnicity have been transported from the Ukraine to Walter Reed Army Institute of Research. In other words, what we're doing is biological warfare. At the same time, the activity of the biological laboratories that according to our data has been intensified since 2014 and notice the date there, that's the date of, what, Maidan. And the so-called Ukrainian healthcare system reforming program implemented by the United States have led to an unmanageable increase of hazardous and economically important infections' morbidity. Thus, there has been noted an increase, listen to this, folks, of rubella, diphtheria, and tuberculosis cases in the Ukraine. The incidence of measles has increased more than 100 times. The World Health Organization has declared the Ukraine a country with a high risk of poliomyelitis outbreak. We are considering that in the year of 2007, a strain of African swine fever with high contagiousness was constructed in the Georgian Biological Laboratory, which is subordinate to the Pentagon. And remember, folks, these stories about these biological labs emerged precisely surrounding the uh, Russian invasion of South Ossetia uh, back uh, a few years ago. So in other words, this is not a new story. We're just hearing about it now in reference to the Ukraine. Anyway, to continue with General Kirillov's statement, quote, It's spread caused significant economic damage to a number of states, including the Ukraine and Poland, and excluded them from a number of pork exporters. Now, here's the final two paragraphs of this statement, and I hope you're listening very, very carefully here. Again, I'll link this for you, um, the, this uh, article at the SAKER. I'll link this for you. But these two paragraphs are, as far as I'm concerned, the real clincher here, that we are looking at biowarfare research labs and that the specific target we were interested in was people of Slavic descent, namely Ukrainians, Russians, Belarusians, Poles, and so on. Quote, the analysis of the acts of destruction shows that work was carried out with pathogens of plague, anthrax, and brucellosis in the Lvov biological laboratory. Pathogens of diphtheria, salmonellosis, and dysentery in laboratories in Kharkov and Poltava. Here are some of them. Only in Lvov, 232 containers with the causative agent of leptospirosis, 30 containers with tularemia, 10 with containers of brucellosis, 5 containers with plague were destroyed. In total, more than 320 containers. The nomenclature and excessive number of biopathogens indicate that the work was carried out within the framework of military biological programs. The curators from the Pentagon understand that if these collections get to Russia experts to, to, to Russian experts, a fact of violation of the Convention of the Prohibition of Biological and Toxin Weapons by the Ukraine and the USA will most likely be confirmed. Let me read that statement one more time. The curators from the Pentagon understand that if these collections get to Russian experts, a fact of violation of the Convention on the Prohibition of Biological and Toxin Weapons by the Ukraine and the USA will most likely be confirmed. Namely, carrying out work to enhance the pathogenic properties Of microorganisms with usage of synthetic biology methods only this can explain the haste with which the liquidation was carried out in other words we destroyed the evidence and the Russians caught us red-handed this is only a small part of the documents we will continue the work and inform you so in other words biowarfare being conducted if you've listened carefully to this russian general's statement uh and connected the dots biowarfare was being carried out biowarfare research and the target was specifically people of slavic descent and this research was being conducted in the ukraine so um there's lots going on here at many levels And one thing I want to point out to you, and I've mentioned this before, is the Ukraine also, you will recall, after the coup d'etat that overthrew a pro-Russian government under Yankovitch and has installed the current slew of various governments friendly to the United States and the West, those governments approved the use of GMOs in the Ukraine. And you recall that Russia has not. Now, the interesting thing is you have all of this bio-warfare going on in a GMO country, namely the Ukraine. And let's remember the the current talk about GMOs to modify them yet again so that they can become, you know, basically vaccines in your food and who knows what else they might put in it. So in other words, the Ukraine, as far as I'm concerned, was being used as a test bed for a lot of the West's favorite Projects uh, from GMOs to other sorts of transhumanist projects. So that's it, my friends. Um, Lots of bad stuff going on. I hope uh, that you will pay attention to this and go read this article over at the Saker. That's it for the news and views. Don't forget, uh, we have the vid chat tomorrow, the short format vid chat. That's the vid chat where you post your questions and comments as comments. It's already up in the members area. Please get your questions posted by no later than 10 p.m. U.S. Central Time this evening. We'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye and God bless.